Welcome to EMDR Chat with Kurt and Michelle. I'm Dr. Curtis Roundson. And I'm Dr. Michelle Gottlieb, and we are very glad you're here. Very glad. Thank you for joining us. Michelle, what are we going to talk about today? You know, Kurt, you and I have talked about on multiple occasions, what we do as EMDR clinicians is hard. What we do as trauma clinicians is hard. And you and I have talked over the years of different ways that we can support ourselves for doing this work and supporting others as they do this work. So we were going to talk today about how we all can support each other for doing this very, very important work. So it sounds like you're talking about building a community. Right? Because isn't that the most amazing way to support each other is to be part of a community? Yes. You know, uh, we as trauma therapists often come in out after graduate schools with this illusion that, uh, you know, we got to be tough like, you know, f- first responders, which we are, and that uh, if we let on that the stories we hear bother us, that uh, that will impact the patient or, and so we just remain silent and we often hold it in. And uh, over time, that takes its toll on trauma therapist. And so having a community around you of other therapists who are in the trenches with you is very, very important. So there are different levels of community. The first level, well, I suppose the first level could be, you know, our family and friends or our religious community. Um, But, you know, as Kurt just said, that people who understand it, who get it, first responders of which we are kind of first responder, uh, but, you know, cops and firefighters and emergency room people, no one else really gets what it's like to, there's some awful stories, but to be scooping up blood and guts and everything, unless you're someone else who does it. So to have a community around you of other clinicians, other people who, when you can say, I've had a really tough session, they get it. Yes, because uh, as important as family and friends are, um, even they often don't understand and they don't want to hear the kinds of things that uh, we hear every day in our office because it's not their place and they don't have to. So we need people uh, surrounding us that we can share things with, our own fears, our own upset, uh, our own stress from listening to some of the stories we hear. You and I have spoken over the years of how many horrible stories we've heard from our patients who've been traumatized and we think we've heard it all and then Hmm. someone walks in the door and tells you something and you go i haven't really heard that before and right there's different levels of again different levels of community different levels of clinicians that i might talk to about this if i am talking to another trauma therapist i can talk about some of those oh my lord i have never heard anything like this story before, like I can talk to Kurt or other trauma therapists, where someone who doesn't necessarily go into those trenches may not be able to really tolerate or or hear me the way I need to be heard at that moment. Yes. I've worked with with other therapists, of course, that don't do trauma work. And um, many of them have a hard time understanding what we do because they're doing other types of therapy. And so it's good to have people, like you said, if you're a firefighter, uh, you surround yourself with firefighters and police officers and police officers and ER people with ER people. And so those are the ones that we need to surround ourselves with, I think, to really be there for the in kinds of intense support that 
we need as trauma therapists, other trauma therapists. And then, like, as you just said, going to that next step, other EMDR clinicians, because even in our trainings, we often talk about to our participants, you may have seen strong emotion, but you've never seen strong emotion like what you're going to see as an EMDR clinician. And so to not only surround myself with trauma specialists, clinicians, but EMDR clinicians. Yes, that that understand uh, trauma, but also what we do to fix it. Uh, And that's where I think uh, the community of trauma therapists are very, very important. You and I are very fortunate in that we have a a fairly good-sized community of trauma therapists, EMDR therapists, that we can rely on and reach out to. Uh, And that takes years to build. Um, And I would like all the listeners to uh, be able to take advantage of the things that we've already built. Right. And so when we talk about, like in our basic trainings, we talk about what you need in order to do this work, to do this work well, and to take care of yourself as in part of this work, being part of the community, the that first part of being an EMDR community is being with other EMDR clinicians. And one of the first ways you can do that is to join EMDRIA, EMDR International Association. Right. I, I still think the EMDRIA conference is the best conference I've ever been to uh, in my life. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we go to the conference, yes, the conference has amazing speakers and um, amazing workshops, and we get all our CEs requirements in. Yes, all of that is true. That's not that's not why we go to the conference. That's not. <laughs> we go to the conference because that's where all of our people are, and for us to be able to hang out with them and to not only hug them and say, "How have you been?" and "We've missed you," but oh my God, I got to tell you what happened to me this year. Yes. And to get caught up, that's that's what's fun at those conferences, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I want to step back for a minute, though, <coughs> Michelle, mm-hmm. and address um, how we take care of ourselves. And I think part of, it certainly is the community, and that's what we're focusing on here today. But I want to go back and, re- and reinforce something very simple that you and I often talk about, and that mm-hmm. is self-care. You know, we, we, we teach our patients to take care of themselves. We teach them relaxation t- uh, techniques. We teach them deep breathing. We encourage them to do yoga, to exercise, and you know, do all the things that your grandmother told you to do to be healthy, right? Sleep well, <laughs> eat well, and get exercise. Um, and yet, when it comes to many of us as therapists, <clears throat> we're our own worst enemy. We often don't participate in the very self-care that's important and we tr- that we teach our patients to do. So going back to that very basic is uh, something that I just want to really underscore again, taking care of yourself. That is where it can begin in taking care of yourself as you leave a session, take those deep, slow breaths, you know, so that right there and then you can begin to modulate your own nervous system. Don't we train our, our patients to do that? And it's taking care of ourselves in session and out of session. Correct. Um, I often talk with my students about like knowing what's yours and what's not yours. And as there is, you have a client telling you whatever that horrible story is, to be really clear, not that you don't care because we care, but that's not my story. That's not something I need to wear and hold on to. 
And so that's one of the things we can do in session. That's right. Besides all of the breathing and centering and grounding that we might do outside of session. Yes. When I was in school, we used to refer to that as bracketing, you know, like little mm-hmm. brackets around an experience and mm-hmm. uh, being able to uh, to bracket it and hold it in place and, and leave it in the office when we leave. The other thing I think it's very important is that often what causes many of trauma therapists to burn out isn't just listening to the stories, uh, but sometimes the stories hit close to home and we ourselves should have the humility to go and get our own EMDR therapy. You know, right? we teach that to all our participants that it's important for trauma therapists to do their own work because as we, t- we teach, you're less likely to be triggered and less likely to carry it on your shoulders if you've done your own work and cleared your own traumatic experiences out. You know, we also talk about um, ways that we can take care of ourselves after a session to, um, on, you know, your drive home, for example, to tap your steering wheel back and forth and back and forth. Um, some clinicians, while they are writing case notes, they have the buzzers and they, they have them on like one side and on the other side. We actually can use that just to help ourselves just a little bit, not be taken on that stuff, not bringing it home with us. Right. Practicing, uh, leaving everything behind the door. You know, we teach our patients how to put their stuff in containers, do we not? Of course we do. And like I said, our containers need to be filled with the events of the day and the stories we've heard and leave it at the office. It'll... I had a clinical supervisor tell me years ago, at the end of the day, close the door, take three steps, leave it all behind. Leave it all behind. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, okay, we've been talking about in session. We've been talking about out of session. We've been talking about communities. Um, we don't talk actually very much, Kurt, about one of the most special communities that we have, which is EMDR professional training. Yes. Yes. And that That's our company, which, you know, you probably have figured out from our podcast. But so we don't talk about it very much because this isn't about selling you about EMDR professional training. But I want to, because community is so important to us, we do want to share just a little bit about another community that is available to you as an EMDR clinician. Really, Michelle? Tell me about yeah. that. Let, let me tell you all about it, yeah. Kurt. So we have what we call membership, um, which has all kinds of goodies. And again, I'm not. this isn't about selling you on membership right now. But one of the things is it has a community that it's not on Facebook. It's not anywhere else. So you don't, you're not going to see ads from you know, rugs.com or whatever it is you've been scanning on the internet. Um, But it's just a place where you can reach out to your colleagues. You can reach out to our training team. You can ask questions. You can get help. You can say, I'm overwhelmed. It's a community and it's for you. And it's something that uh, we've started fairly new. We've had a forum page, as many of you know. But this is this is different, as Michelle says. It's our own little community, and there will be no ads and uh, no pop-ups that come on this. Because we know 
how difficult it is to be an EMDR clinician. We know how difficult it is to be a trauma therapist. And if we didn't have our community, we wouldn't have made it. And one of our jobs, as far as we're concerned, is helping to support you. That's right. To do for you what we want you to do for your clients. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, when when Michelle and I began our work together, we talked about creating a safe place for participants, just like we would create a safe place for the patients we see, because they often have not felt very safe. And frankly, in the therapist world, um, with all the evaluations and the critiques and all the things that happen with therapists in uh, different agencies, often they do not feel very safe themselves. Uh, I've seen that a lot. Have you not, Michelle? Oh, my goodness. And let's add on another piece to it. Um, unfortunately, fortunately, many clinicians have a trauma history themselves. Right. So they're easily triggered. And not only do you have all those evaluations that may be triggering you, but all those client stories that are triggering you. And, you know, we're talking more and more about imposter syndrome, not knowing, not trusting that what you're doing is actually doing anything. So that's another reason to have a community to reach out to and go, please tell me I'm okay here. Please let me know. Uh, please, please let me know that you've been here too. Mm-hmm. You know, that uh, when was the first time that you were working a motor vehicle accident or something like that. The, the common uh, stories that we hear is helpful to real, realize and to normalize what we do and realizing that often the feelings we have in session and outside of sessions about the trauma work we do is something that all trauma therapists have. And that's very helpful sometimes to realize that, you know, we worry about are we being effective? Uh, are, we, are we doing harm? Um, how many times have you had pay, uh, our, our participants be very worried or concerned because a patient has had an ab reaction, a strong emotion uh, in the midst of a, of a session, and they come from a tradition where that hasn't really, they don't really tolerate. They move back into the head, and we teach them how to move through that. We as trauma therapists can have strong emotions, and you have a community, if you reach out to it, that can help you move through that. You used a phrase that I think just in some ways just encapsulates what we're trying to say. You are not alone. Yes. Right? You're part of a community. You're part of our community. Whether you join our membership in our community or not, you're still part of our community of EMDR clinicians. And can I just say we're really glad that you're here. Absolutely. And let me say one other thing as we're almost out of time, and I, I really want to thank you all for doing all of the work that you do um, with with all of the folks that you, you truly are helping to heal the wor- world. And in order for us to thank you and just show you a little bit of our appreciation, we've got a coupon that you can use for 10% off anything on our site. And it could be membership for that matter, but anything on our site. And it's E-M-D-R chat, the number 10. So E-M-D-R-C-H-A-T-1-0, E-M-D-R chat 10. And if you want, don't gotta, if you want, that's just our gift to you to thank you for all that you do. Absolutely. And we do thank you. It's important work that you do. Mm-hmm. So thank you, everybody. And we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you. Till right. next time. Bye. Bye.